0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Bianca Fly. If you're looking for an amazing show with fantastic guests from book authors, entrepreneurs, poets, music artists, and more, then I want to invite you to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, coming to you live and direct each and every Tuesday and Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on your radio network.
1: ...are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network...
0: Everyone to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, B-Fly. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of the Beautiful Butterfly Show this Thursday, you guys. I'm excited, folks. We got a guest tonight that I'm honored. I- I'm privileged to have um, come over here on the show tonight, you guys. We got Grammy-nominated rapper and actress. And business entrepreneur. Yo Yo is in the building, you guys, this evening. And so we are going to learn about one of Hip Hop's greatest uh female MCs. I like to call her myself. So I'm excited about having her on the show. For you folks out there, you might have a question or a comment, or you just want to call in and show her some love, you can do that. Uh, the number is 347-326-9139, or you can download our app on your phone. That's Y R N. 1328, available on iPhone and Android. And you guys, get ready, because we are going to be in store for a treat tonight. We're going to learn a lot. You're going to hear from the lady herself. I'm excited about having her be able to come on this platform. Um, I've definitely uh, been intrigued by it for a long time, you guys. So uh, we're not going to delay any longer. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Yo-Yo, you there?
2: One minute. Let me pat your hand.
0: Okay. Yo Yo. All right, Yo Yo, you there? I am. How are you? I'm Thanks doing so great. Nice. Welcome to the beautiful butterfly show. Thank you for having me. How are you? Hi, hey. I'm blessed. I'm excited to have you on here. It's definitely an honor and a privilege. Oh, thank
3: you so much. I'm going to sit my butt down
0: so I can concentrate. <laughs> stay at home without a towel. I've been moving around, but I'm excited. I'm well, excited. I appreciate I appreciate you being on the go and mm-hmm. taking the time to, to come on here. And so, of course, for the folks out here, um, a lot of folks, um, have been excited about having you on the show tonight, and so of course myself as well as the listeners, we want to know how did Yo Yo how did Yo Yo get into uh, the hip hop game?
3: Okay, and I understand that a lot of people. I'm introducing myself to a, new, a whole new generation of people because right uh, right. I'm the protege of Ice Cube. yeah, I'm the protégé Ice Cube. I met yeah. Ice Cube and my. High school days, he was in the process of leaving NWA, looking for a female okay. artist. I was the baddest mm-hmm. on the map.
4: Was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: uh, and he and, and uh, T Bone, who was a member of the Lynch Mob, uh, introduced uh-huh. him to me. Uh, we got together, started working. He was um, creating America's and okay. um, we did uh, we did it to Man's World, and we soon went to New York, met with Sylvia Rohn, and once again
4: it's
0: all amazing amazing and so at that particular time um meeting um ice cube did you back then have any idea that he as well as yourself uh would be um as popular and gain success as much as you guys did i had no
3: idea i had yes. no idea i had what I was getting myself into, I was really young and gullible and excited. I was an entertainer <laughs> um, in right. high school and, you know, junior high and would tap my hand in a little bit of everything. Um, but mm-hmm. no, I never thought it would go this long and uh, be this successful for either one of us.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So take us back a little bit. Um, growing up for you, um, how was um uh, music and hip hop uh in general uh instrumental for you personally? What kind of music did, did you uh grow up listening to and, and vibing to? Well
3: I grew up with the early hip hop. I mean, you know, salt and pepper, fun Bill
2: Thing,
0: uh
3: Curtis Blow, uh Roxanne Shantae. Um you I mean, you know, of course listening to my mom who's listening to some Marvin Gaye. I mean, Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Whitney Houston, and all of that good stuff. But uh, hip hop, it was pretty much, um, pretty much, Von uh, DMC had really just killed the game. On the West Coast, we listened to King T, Toddy T, you know, NWA. You know, we had a lot mm-hmm. of uh, underground artists that were making a lot of noise in hip hop as well.
0: Awesome, 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 awesome. And so, of course, when you uh, created that track of Ice Cube and then um, you later on uh, created your your first single, uh, which was You Can't Play With My Yo-Yo, which everybody just loves. Uh, no matter when that beat drops, everybody enjoys it. So tell us about the process of actually creating that first single. How did you come up with the, the concept for that one?
3: Well, uh actually uh, it's the second single. We the Soul to the nineties was the first single. Um and then okay. I remember we were working at yeah, we were working at Cube's house, Mom's house and and uh Cube came came in the studio singing, uh, You can't play with my yo yo you know, and we started writing <laughs> right somewhere. And um he had pretty much the concept. I guess he he, he already had it. Right. I got it, I got it. You, you know, right. you can't play with my little yo. Yo, and Jinx put in there, uh, don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out, which was a Queen Latifah <laughs> sample. Right, right.
0: And, right. Uh,
3: yeah, it just made it big. And it, we had did two versions of it, one version and then the remix version. Um, and, uh, yeah, blew from there.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And, of course, Yo-Yo, when we listen um, to your lyrics um, throughout your music, um, especially coming from a female standpoint, you always um, brought out very, I guess, you know, powerful and uplifting and encouraging words, uh, especially towards females. Uh, what made you decide, because a lot of times, you know, we might have heard a different or maybe somewhat negative aspects in hip-hop when it relates to females. What made you decide, you yeah, know where I'm going to – go ahead.
3: I was just that type to come in, like, you know, y'all shut the hell up. Who the hell are you talking to? All women <laughs> not bitches. Who are you talking to? You know, so right. it was more so of uh, uh, I was always defending the women anyway uh, because right, it was just right. so male-dominated back then, and then there was a lot of women bashing. It was like almost, you know, like the Queen Latifah song, who are you calling a bitch, you know? Right, right. Um, so it, it was more of that. And then it was just a lot of, um, you know, women, we were very emotional. So um, it Absolutely. was more of the defense of women, defending men who were dogs, who were just cheating on women, mm-hmm. thought you had two mm-hmm. to stick with, boy, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, but pretty much yeah, just defending the women, you know, saying it, telling it Absolutely. like it was.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, um, with you as well, um, you know, we noticed, of course, with your style and flair, where um, you also let us know that as women we didn't have to, you know, dress so sexy and risque. Um, How how did you manage to, you know, bring that out as well? Because you managed to show a little sexiness, but not too much. So how did you... Oh, was that always the way you were or, you know, just putting it out there? You
3: know, when we came, when we started doing music, Cube had mm-hmm. already had an image coming from NWA and being the woman right. uh, from right. uh, being right. introduced by Ice Cube, the image was pretty much put in place. So it wasn't right. so that like, you couldn't come out. But also, you know, in 94, we were also defending, um, you know, rights and radio wouldn't play certain things. Right. So we had a lot more. Restrictions um, right. in music and what we were allowed to say. Remember, we were fighting for, um, you know, not cursing on albums, and they went on to put the right. sticker on there, rental rights sticker right. on there. Um, so there was a lot. There was a lot to gamble with. I mean, and I always battled back and forth with my femininity with Ice Cube because, I, you know, sometimes I I could make the tomboy look look sexy, but then I really was like, right. I don't want them to think you because all of the um, Journalists well you know most of the questions we got were, you know are all the female rappers gay, and I'm like, gay, right, you know, no, right, you know
4: <laughs> right, you
3: know, and so I started seeing the perception of what the world was seeing, so right. then I started really having conflict of my image because mm-hmm. um i didn't I wasn't able to mirror myself with with the world until I started doing interviews. Which is, you know, people right. always say you don't, don't read the interviews and all that. But then I was like, well, I, people are thinking I'm gay. They always ask me that question. I need to change <laughs> it up a little bit. Right. And, you know, put on some part jeans and get a, you know, let me bring my sexy out. And So I, I, it was a battle. Uh, not until Queen, um, little Kim and them came out with that, that I realized, like, wow, I mean, I, that was a far stretch. I mean, I didn't want to go that sexy. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Because <laughs> it was a contradiction on my lyrics too, but I did want to show. Right. You know, I did want to change right. it up a little bit. I didn't want to be called a gangster rapper. You know, I right, didn't mind talking right. crap on the record or saying how I really felt. You know, I didn't. Mean, I didn't. Right. You know, mind dragging a dude through the mud on the record. Right. You know, <laughs> but I just didn't want. To, I didn't want to be labeled. So that's what I said. The mirroring, I had a lot of conflict with
0: absolutely absolutely and do you find that being around like a a male-dominated industry did you feel that a lot of the men didn't quite know how to approach you because they thought you know listening to her lyrics you know she's hardcore you know she's bringing it do you think some of them were kind of you know intimidated
3: (laughs) i'm pretty sure and then everybody thought that you know i was cute girl literally you know which i wasn't but you know a lot of them thought that so but it was always respect um once yes, we got around yes, and they saw my, my young, uh, bubbly personality, they knew that I was all woman, that I was approachable, you know, and they'd make jokes like, uh-oh, don't, you know, don't, you know, she got a gat in her purse, you know, I'm like, yep, and I'll you. <laughs> you, know, so we just pray, <laughs> we just pray around with it. But even, even, even stuff like that started uh, bothering me, you know, even, even, even yeah, the intimidating yeah. part. As a woman, you know, I was thinking, God, will I ever get out of this image? How will I break this image, you know? Is this going to always Absolutely. be my image? Like, you know, I'm going to be 30 and people thinking i got to get my purse, you know. So <laughs> that, was, that was a big thing for me because, you know, politics was something I always wanted to get into. So kind of bothered okay. me a little bit with all the like, imaging, even okay. though I was everything okay. they said I was,
0: except for during the dike. <laughs> absolutely absolutely if you guys are just tuning in you guys we are on with yo-yo this evening you guys if you out there you got a question or a comment feel free to call in the number three four seven three two six nine one three nine. 347-326-9139 and uh, we're going to take a short break you guys but we're going to come back and we're going to talk to yo-yo um about her acting career as well. Um yes you guys she was in quite a few movies and some popular T V shows that we know you guys. So we're gonna come back with more. Yo Yo right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, B-Fly. You guys, we are on with Yo-Yo this evening. You guys, that track uh, playing was entitled Black Pearl, another classic as well. And so uh, speaking of Black Pearl, Yo-Yo, why do you think uh, Black Pearl was also one of those um, singles that did um, very well um, on the charts?
3: You know, Black Pearl was a fight for me. Uh that was that yeah. that single came at a time where I where Cube and I were battling the record company and Cube mm-hmm. wanted me to move away from the label and I didn't move away from the label. So I I right. actually went to New York and did some work without Ice Cube. So it was the first time I was really able to I guess have some executive producing Um, On my album And it was a direction that I wanted to take From like I said stepping out into the world And realizing Mm -hmm. that there were young girls Everywhere who was listening to my music I realized that my music Was bigger than the community I came from or any community that I had Been to uh, at a tender age Of 20 you know and so um, That meant a lot to me because I started the world is looking At me from if the world is looking At me and judging me let me put This Mm -hmm. song out because it meant so much to me, and people were um, intimidated by their skin, or you know, in our own communities, we were judging skin color, light skin versus dark skin, and right. um, and uh, I wanted to use my voice and my power, you know, to encourage. And Absolutely. so it was very successful. Yeah. Big bub, we we played around with it in the studio, and Big bub from today. Uh, you know, took that thing. It was black, and you know, I was like, "Yes,
4: that's what I want. I want that." You know, <laughs> it, was, it was perfect. It was
0: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it, and one of the things you mentioned, uh, especially, um, a lot of people talk about, um, uh, even groups. You know, such as TLC and other groups have talked about contract deals, um, and even Tony Bresson have talked about contract deals that took place back then. Uh, why do you think so many people? got caught up in such bad record deals?
3: You know, I, I just think um, it, business, because people go into it yeah. and want to be successful without understanding what the business side of it is. Uh, right. And thank God right. you're pretty fair with me. I mean, we, we both experienced some hardship together and learned some mm-hmm. things together, you know, because I was under his production. But for the most part, right. I'd have to say you're pretty fair with me. Um with my negotiation. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have as hard of a trip as them. And then he didn't really control my career. Like a lot of other people, right. you know, they were giving up the show money and all kind of stuff. So right. uh, I just think it's, it's part of the business. You know, I, I was, I'm very controlling. I controlled myself a lot. You know, we fought about my yeah. control and how much I was going to let people control me. I was always in my business. I was always asking questions. So, you know, um, wherever I did get uh, stuck, it was partially my fault from not really, um, you know, from looking over paperwork myself and feeling like I have the authority just to sign it myself. And in those situations Mm -hmm. I did get stuck. I could have gotten more instead of negotiating with myself for less, you know.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, uh, aside from music, uh, you also um, jumped into uh, acting as well. So how did you jump into acting? I know many of us uh, remember uh, Yo-Yo as Key Lolo uh, on Martin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so tell us, how did you jump into uh, acting? How did you get into acting? Well,
3: I was pushed into it. I was pushed into it. Cube was doing Boys in the Hood, and uh, uh, Mr. Singleton was like, uh, hey, Yo-Yo, you want to, you know, get a little small part? Can you act? I mean, Uh you know, I've been in drama school, and, of course, I think I can do it all. (laughs) I was like, yeah. (laughs) Long story short, I didn't get the part he had me read. He just had me sit in the backyard and nod my head and roll my eyes. (laughs) Uh, But I did make it on the soundtrack and that movie was so big. It gave me a lot of recognition. Yes. Um, and uh, Martin actually had, um, he had, uh, uh, he had Martin Lawrence come in and uh, do some ad-libs on the album, some inserts from the, on uh-huh. my album. And, and this was, I think my first or second, the second album. And uh, Martin was telling me, it's like, Hey, you know, I got this show coming out and um, I'm creating this character called, you know, Shanay, and, uh, I'm going to write you in there. I want you to be home homegirl, King Lola. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know. But and lo and behold, a uh, year and a half later, uh, Warner Brothers called me in for the part. I became a uh, regular.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And you also sorry. in. I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: I said mean, I became a reoccurring role. I had a reoccurring role, right.
0: Yes. And you also um did some um Minister Society and Sister Act too, correct? Right. And Minister Society. How the guys who did Black Pearls video produced
3: Ministers Society. So I got in there oh, wow. okay. on Mhm. I got in there actually, you know, uh from relationship building. Um it wasn't until I went to Lee Stroudsburg just started really focusing on taking some Real acting classes, and, you know, absolutely. and really taking the serious. That I started just really doing more, and you know, getting into plays and
0: stuff like that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, actually, um, a listener, Derek, out of Chicago, he wants to know um, what made you. Um, Uh, decide not to do even more um, acting roles. He said he would have liked to see you in more acting. (laughs) You you know,
3: and and I think creating my foundation took a long time. Okay. Because I started as a child star, basically 17 years old, and was thrown out into this world, and then I felt like I didn't have a foundation. I thought that my foundation only Mm. existed if Cube was in the picture. So I had to take myself out of that situation. and and recreate my own something that I felt, you know, I felt a little balanced. So that meant going back to school because I felt like I I, I lacked confidence because, you know, I didn't feel like I knew everything. You know, 12th grade wasn't a high enough grade for me. I needed more. Okay. And so I went back to school to build my confidence and, you know, study some business and um, work on my writing, which, you know, I was intimidated by being in the studio and not really, and everybody read my writing and, you know, not really having Mm -hmm. stuff Mm in place. And, um, time, and once I got out of there, I did act in school at that time, but once I finished that, I wanted to um, journey on my own and build my own company, and then I started taking time, you know, so it's, I am where I am, and right. I think I'm at my second one in life right now.
0: Wonderful, so tell wonderful. you might see me yeah. in
3: the movie. You might see me on
0: the video. <laughs> Be on the lookout like- the look there. She's coming. She's coming. Right. And that's... <laughs> Jasmine from the Bay Area, uh, she uh, wanted to know let's see, who are some of Yo Yo's uh, favorite uh, female MCs? Who are some of Yo Yo's personal faves?
3: Well, I, I love Light. I love Light, of course. Queen. So I'm well, you know, all old school heads. I, I'm I'm a fan because you know I grew up to the music, uh-huh. and we kind of you right. know our our, our label mix and stuff. But Missy is one of my girls. I, you know. Of course Lil Kim kills it. Um Missy is one of my one of my um hands down the Missy, um mm-hmm. uh Remy. Remy kills it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely and so what are your what are you what are your thoughts on the um the, the female rappers that we are uh being exposed to nowadays uh what are your thoughts as far as uh the the rap industry? do you believe that um a lot more females are are possibly on the uprise or do you think it's still a heavily male dominated industry? Oh, it's definitely more
3: dominated. I think if more of the women started understanding the business more and stopped looking for Mm -hmm. the men to handle their business, then they would find Mm -hmm. a happy medium and and be able to really market themselves in a way where – Women will feel appreciated by their work. They right. have to say, and it's not so where you feel like, ah, you know, today I'll be a hoe. Today I'll be, a, you know, <laughs> you know, today I go to what we call it. What you call it? Today I what you call it? I forget the word.
4: <laughs> but you know, I'll
3: go you know, there and be that today. But then after a while, you know, ratchet. Yeah, we'll turn up and get ratchet.
0: Ratchet. Yeah. The, but
4: we, we want
3: we want some hip hop that really. That you can really listen to, and you know the greatest thing about that is Lauren Hill was so successful in doing that, yes, and that was. was that's finding that happy medium, and that's why people love her to this day. She was able to do what we weren't able to do, you know. Absolutely. Even though we Absolutely. were the person who was fine, even coming from you know hardcore hip hop to mainstream music, I still wasn't able to find that happy medium where you know right. you got
0: a chance to, meet, you know, the woman that I am. Right, absolutely, absolutely, and we got a caller here uh, coming out of uh, the 281 area code, last digit 6588, state your name and where you're calling from
1: Good afternoon, my name is Reginald and I'm calling from Texas
0: Welcome Reginald, you are on with Yo-Yo, you got a a question or a comment for
1: Absolutely. My love, it is so wonderful to hear you on the radio. Um, I remember <laughs> when you went to Washington High School, we're both yeah. 21, so I'm kind of dating myself just, <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just a,
4: <laughs> just,
1: just a little bit. What I wanted to ask you, uh, you've had an opportunity to see the growth of social media. How much of mm-hmm. an influence you think that would have had on your overall career If it was as popular as it is now, when you eventually started in the industry.
3: Oh, great question! Great question. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it it has really. I think if I had it then, I mean, you know, major success. But still, I think there was still going to be levels to you know growth and how and and longevity. I think the longevity Mm -hmm. part is where I would have fell short because no matter how much stress or Social media, unless you know understand how to really work it and all that you know being right. young, but for me now it's really working, I'm able to really work it, you know I mean everybody is I mean, I think social media goes to places and people tell me they follow me on you know social media, and I'm like, wow, really high, you know, so I, I think <laughs> it, it, it does, right? <laughs> I mean you know, yeah, because you know to be to be twenty six years in the game and to you know have you know the great following I have today and the great support and still be able to perform, you know, part of that is due to people seeing me still living through social media.
1: Absolutely. And one last question before I let you go. Um, I also want to tell you thank you for being such a major influence and so much love for Tupac Shakur. Uh, A lot of people don't realize the kind of special and unique relationship that you have with him. And um, I just wanted your input as far as, you know, you have the new movie right around the corner, All Eyes on Me, and what did his relationship, mm-hmm. the kind of relationship that you have, and what did it mean to you when you look back over as far as how it affected you in today's life?
3: Great question, another great question. And I love your voice, mm-hmm. by the way. Oh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a voice. I just want you to say, "Wake up, <laughs> Yolanda <laughs> 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 so <I will> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Let me stay focused. Listen, okay. So, um, Pop was to me. You know, we had such a, a, a crazy bond. Um, we had such a crazy, crazy love for each other. Um,
4: Mm-hmm. and more
3: than love i think we had a great respect for each other and that Absolutely. respect um that respect i mean you know today i think you know i think you know i hate that he doesn't know my kids you know so i just think that you know right. if Pop was alive today he'd definitely be over here you know barbecuing in the pool you know starting some mess you know talking crap I, you know, right, it, it would be just that great energy where he walks right. in and pulls up loud music, entourage. You know, I miss all of that.
4: Right.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, that's just something he had. He just was a genuine person, and um, and he was an honest person. And so that's why so many mm-hmm. people, you know, you think about all the lovers he's had and how many people love him. Um, you know, Pop wrote love letters. You know, and yeah. Um, yeah, and even when he was going to marry Jada, you know, I I'll never forget. Uh, you know, he had Jada come over to my house to tell me. You know, he didn't want me to hear it in the streets. You know, and that we weren't together. You know, but that was out of right. respect and love. You know, right. he wanted me to know that I'm I'm getting ready to get married. I'm getting out of jail. I'm going to marry Jada, and and you know, so that's I think that you know I think we still have that type of relationship. Um, you know,
1: and my kids will be calling him Uncle Park. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Wonder. a beautiful <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much for your time. Man, that's yo, yo again, season. it was great to hear your voice. Oh, and before I let you go, side note, I used to try to speak yeah. to this sister when she went to Washington High School. I said I had a Jones oh. for you.
4: That oh. Oh, Not yeah. a Jones. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: huh? You talking about my sister Latricia?
1: Yes. Yes.
3: You had a joke for Latricia?
1: Yes, very much so.
3: <laughs> She's still beautiful. You can check out some pictures of her on my website, Yo on my face uh, Instagram, Yo Yo Fairless. okay I will definitely do so. Yo-Yo I will
4: Fairless. definitely do
3: so. <laughs> okay,
0: oh, ladies, have a wonderful
1: goodness. evening okay.
0: Thank you so much
1: for calling My in.
4: My
0: pleasure. <laughs> awesome, awesome, you guys. If you're out there, you're on the lines. We see a lot of the callers on the line are listening. We definitely appreciate you guys as well. The call-in number three four seven three two six nine one three nine is the number. All you have to do is press the number one. And, of course, um, Uh, I want to take a short break, but when we come back, Yo-Yo, I do want to talk about uh, your thoughts on the message uh, that we are getting and receiving from a lot of music uh, that we are hearing nowadays uh, currently. So, uh, you guys, we're going to take a little short break, but we're going to come back with more Yo-Yo, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. That was homegirls. Don't play that by the amazing Yo-Yo, you guys. You guys are on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. If you're out there, you got a question or comment for our special guest tonight, you guys, feel free to call in the numbers. 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. All you have to do is press 1, and we'll be happy to bring you on here. And, of course, um, Yo-Yo, I did want to ask you uh, briefly, What are your thoughts on the lyrics that we're hearing now in the music? So do you think that now people are actually putting out actual lyrics that, you know, are beneficial people or are we strategically just doing some marketing of of other things?
3: I I don't think people really care about the lyrics. This is the first time this generation really doesn't care about what the lyrics are. They don't care what Mm -hmm. they're talking about. And you know the energy behind the music. There's a lot of these young kids is just getting high in the studio. So you, the energy you're feeling, is really almost as if you're in a psychedelic after-hour joint. That's true. Four in the morning. Very true. Very true.
4: (laughs) And you just feeling like you're high. (laughs) Exactly right. <laughs> so you just like, and, and I
3: remember when that trend started coming, they started with the syrup, with the low Wayne trend. People started just feeling right. that
4: energy,
3: kind of like that, to learn, uh, you know, in right. their language. So that, it's just to the point where, you know, this generation, they don't care about the lyrics.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely and I don't, agree, and I don't,
3: guys. I, I only deal with certain songs that I can really feel and get with the energy. Right. Uh, but, you know, uh, like, I got bras and i in. The land. Oh, credit God. In the chair. <laughs> I, I love that song, you know. <laughs> you know I love his energy, the way he's a boy. Stay. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> you know, but I feel hype. I've around the house and Exactly.
0: Dance. I have no idea. Like I had to go look up the lyrics cuz I had no idea what he what was saying. Uh but I did I did like the beat and the hook of it, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. We got another caller. Another caller here from the 832 last digits 0401. State your name and where you're calling from. What's up? It's Genesis Blues what it do What's going on Genesis Blue You are on with Yo-Yo You got a question or a comment for
2: Yeah I do actually Um, My name is Genesis Blue I am a female MC in H-Town Which is already a hard market Um, I actually met you once When you were down here with uh, FIRE But um, My question would be I am an artist that is not Masculine but I'm certainly not feminine as you know they would have us Mm be in the media Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in between um Mm -hmm. and I have lyrics that are just you know true school lyrics positive lyrics uh I I got a couple of you know fun songs but for the most part you know on some on some Lauryn Hill stuff kind of like what we were talking about my question for you would be do you have any tips or suggestions on how to market that better in this kind of climate because like you said Nobody's really checking for that right now, Um, but I still have to do what I believe in. You know, I have to be true to myself. So I didn't know if you know any way that to get through or what is the demographic for that. You you know, it's really
3: you really got to get into. And hi, Genesis. How are you, Genesis Blue? Um, I'll be be in Houston. I'll be in Houston in uh, the second week of November. So I hope to see you for the Black College Expo. For sure, um, mm-hmm. but um, but w- you you do have to. That's one thing I talk about when I say the business. You do have to market yourself in the business of today if you want to do music within today. And that, that that's a catch twenty two. At the same time, don't get me wrong. You mm-hmm. know, it, and that that is a um, that's a true statement, but it's an arguable statement. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, right. People, uh-huh. like people still people can still do their music and still come up top. But look at Usher, you see how they're sliding their way right into what is yep. in the here and now. And mm-hmm. so you just have to find your way to maybe curve your words. So, you know, even if you don't you don't you not might not be on slurps. You know, I'm just saying, you know, you do have to get into the mix of, of what is of today. Um okay. and, and find that happy medium which works good with you. And remember that happy medium means success. That means not right. too much of what you want to do, not too little of what somebody else wants you to do, but right in the middle. And in the middle is called mainstream. It's also called happy mm-hmm. medium. And it's really called success. When you can find okay. that happy medium, that's what you got to go for. So if you got some old songs that you want to put out right now, you want to make them sound like that, you know, not sound like, you know, but to create some vibe of mm-hmm. the Right. much not dress your house up. You don't want to put something why? in the house that just looks out of place. You're like, why you put that right there? That's how that's how <laughs> radio sounds when it puts the wrong record in the wrong slot. And you wanna you wanna be played in mainstream radio? Well they're not gonna put that in there if it doesn't fit.
2: Okay. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Thank you but, so much for that.
3: Okay.
0: Thank you. I'll see you soon, hopefully. Yeah, you will. Thank A- you, B-Fly. Absolutely. You are welcome. Thank you for calling in nothing i'll talk to you later all right Please. all right you guys that was genesis blue you guys have to check her out she is a phenomenal uh mc uh you guys you're gonna have to uh check her out as well um and, and of course i did want to talk to you yo yo you also have the yo yo school of hip hop uh tell us about the yo yo uh school of hip hop and how you uh came up with this great idea well,
3: Yo-Yo School of Hip Hop, we do beat production for young kids, age 7 to 17. We do beat production. Uh, and, in, and during school year, we, we, work, we focus math and science and engineering. Uh, but summertime, mm-hmm. we just really mm-hmm. kids come in and learn beat production. They bring in their laptops, so they work off a desktop. Um, we do vocal training. We have some of the biggest names in, in uh, the business, teaching vocals. So, um, and during, uh, during school year, we have kids writing lyrics. Our lyrics turn into a, a literacy class where kids actually learn how to mm-hmm. write essays during the school year, and we use the same the same logic, um, but not so much of a performing arts type of thing. It's more of the academic side. We do uh, mm-hmm. theater, vocal training, um, artist development. Our artist development is um, – uh-oh, sorry, to come in my house. Artist development is really teach- – it's just life skills. We work with the kids. We teach them about energy, how it transfers, you know. Um, okay. We teach them about body posture, all kind of good stuff. And and, and then we, we put them, we work with them. We put them in the studio. We get them great producers, great music. And those who right. are, success, uh, are artists, we, um, we put them on stage, and they perform. Like, our kids perform awesome. with um, – they perform with uh, just – A couple weeks ago
4: with um, Moni Love, um,
3: Kwame, the old school set.
4: uh, Oh, God, a bunch
3: of – who's what's the cutie pie name? I can't think right now. But um, Chubb Rock, yeah, a bunch of people, along with myself. They performed in front
0: of an audience of about 3,000 people.
4: Yeah. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I, and I think it's an amazing concept because, like you said, not only, uh, you know, are they in school learning the necessities, but also if they are inspiring artists, you know, you're teaching them the business. Because I, I feel like a lot of times, nowadays especially, a lot of artists are thrown into this business. And we talked about that a little early in the show where they don't know what's going on because they haven't been um, educated or nor done the research on the business.
3: Yeah, and and that's the good thing about people giving back. I think um, stories have to be told. Um, storytelling is, is one of the biggest things that's been cut out of our um, of our heritage. When I'm talking about in the African and Latino community uh, that we grow up in, um, storytelling right. has really been cut out, and so a lot of kids don't know they 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 they're making a lot of the same mistakes we made because they're not able to right. hear our stories. So when you when right. you're able to um, Give back, which is, a, you know, I teach the kids. That's number one I teach them. One thing I you know I tell them, when you get successful, when, you, when you're sitting at your desk, what are you going to do? They say, so we're going to go back to our community. That's yo. yo-yo. Yeah, that's what you're going to do. You're going to go back to the program. How you got in the place you are, I don't care if you're not a celebrity, if you're not a basketball right. player athlete, that the, the community idolizes on a big screen, even if you're just a, 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 a nine-to-five worker. Go back into your community and help somebody fill out a resume. You know, and do these these simple things. They seem simple, but they make such an impact um, in our community. And tell your story. Tell them how you, you know, you you didn't have help with your homework, and how you were a a lock key, or you you know, tell them your story because kids need to hear your story to know that, hey. You know, it's not just against you. This world is not just against you. Your parents are not just against you. You don't have, you know, you can still make it. And so, and I think that's the best part about it all sharing our stories, being Absolutely. there for the kids, be bringing in other people to share their stories so that, you know, we can get more success coming out of our communities. And it's more right. successful people back to our community.
0: Absolutely, absolutely And uh, what I want to do is Take a short break, we're going to come back and wrap up With you guys with Yo-Yo, but she's going to talk to us About her upcoming projects In the works and uh, share a little bit With you guys, so you guys stay locked into The Beautiful Butterfly Show, we'll be right back You guys with Yo-Yo, we're going to go Into a little So Natural by MC Genesis Blue, you guys We'll be right back yes. Genesis
4: Blue. This is the rock. I used to be that creamy, crack firm head kid with no edges. My mama fed me biscuits and enrollment with no edges. The only thing my family passed down was bad credit. Who knew that it was greatness within that I'd inherit? Who knew the kid would have it? And bitches, so I grab it. Say this social work, but ended up like a I Put the papers to pay rent. Swear the came and went. Great shit, slave shit. I'm like, man, wait a minute. I ain't signed up for this. I want to be a pioneer. So I'm serving up them good boys like Mr. Belvedere. Now I'm back in the to re-up and re I guess I'll on the bad camp and put my city on the map I'm trying to mess up the game like light and say But these days, real talent don't get no play They celebrating the fate while they promote self-hate But you can't steal my soul, cause I'm so natural Yeah, we so natural You're better with time, we so classical Uh, ay, hey, and we deserve this uh, with no preservatives Come on, uh, we so natural Get better with time, we so classical Hey, and we deserve it. 100% with no preservatives No preservatives, I mean genuine Queens by design and kings by bloodline So you would never catch me on Canal Street And if you don't follow me, check out my IG MC, Genesis, Lucifer, claim inference Cause I don't need social media Tell me that I'm known for my quick wit. Rep the soft like big wit. But they can't figure me
2: out like pyramids in Egypt. i might rock a curly, fro or some kinky twist. And my credit card's the only thing made of plastic. Not being sarcastic, but you get
4: the idea. Well, unless you're fakers, we'll recognize real. Trade out the boondocks with the heart of young Huey. I ain't a copycat, kid, so label me unruly. I mean unruly. Don't miss me. You can't knock us out cause we so authentic Yeah, we so natural you better with time, we so classical Uh, hey, and we deserve it 100% with no preservatives Come on, uh, we so natural you better with time, we so classical Hey, and we deserve it 100% with no preservatives
0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. That was so natural, you guys, by Genesis Blue. You guys can go and check her out on Twitter at MCGenesisBlue. That's B-L-U. She is on Twitter and Facebook, you guys. Connect with her. She's out there uh, in uh, Houston doing some great things, you guys. So we are back, you guys, with Yo-Yo this is evening and of course you'll tell us what about the upcoming projects I know you got some things in store uh what what can we expect next from you
4: absolutely
3: and uh so that's cafe mocha radio I have a dedicated uh, okay. show where to markets with them and we, I, you could also catch me with on the Black College Expo tour, and uh, okay. that's blackcollegeexpo.com. dot com. You can find out we'll be in Houston uh, next, and um, and I'm performing. I'm in I'm in uh, I'm in New York on the 13th and 14th. I'm in Ohio. I mean, excuse me, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia are. And on the 15th, on the 14th, and on the 15th, I'm in Ohio for the uh, university's uh, game performance. So I'm a little bit everywhere. All of my information can be found at Yo Yo Fearless, and that's uh, Yo Yo Fearless. Those are my social media sites. All my information is pretty much on there. So, um, yeah, they can keep up with me, come check me out, and come party with me.
0: Awesome, awesome, and I have to ask you, uh, being in the industry for so long, how does it feel to still be out here performing? Do you still, because just a look on your face um, and seeing you on shows, you get that amazing energy that you just you love what you do. So how does it feel after you know being in the industry so long, being able to get on stage and, and still get people hyped and and, and loving your music?
3: You know, I I love to do it. You know, I think yeah. I think still loving to do it and still having a new respect for the game, um, right? My relationship just keeps me um, giving more and more love because now you know I'm not just performing music. Now I'm giving love. You know, I'm, I'm giving much more. My energy is producing something else when I'm on stage. You know, because of right. my you know just of my strength with God basically and so now I'm able to shake it and throw it all the way out the window and look
0: back at it I love it I love it I love it well I I just I just have to tell you I just I I love what you do I've been a fan for a long time and you just represent you know women in the industry well uh, with your energy with your impact on various communities and things that you do so I'm giving mad props to you and uh, I am looking forward to um, the upcoming projects that you have in the works, and I'm hoping that I'll be able to see you perform live somewhere uh, at, at some point in time, but I, I definitely just want to thank you just for your impact on, on the hip-hop industry overall. Thank you so much,
3: I, I'm, and I'm, I'm just as grateful, too. I appreciate your time and uh, introducing me to your audience and um, giving them a chance to, you know, meet the inside yo-yo instead of the outside yo-yo. So thank you. And uh, we definitely will make it happen. I'm everywhere. So all we got to do is keep rocking. You just got to
0: show up. That's right. That's that's right. You got any um, final words or thoughts you want to share with the listeners out here?
3: Uh, My biggest blessing is realizing that um, prayer changes things and uh, being truthful to myself. Um, was one of the biggest um, was one of the biggest uh, stress relievers that I got off of my back, you know, carrying so much weight mm. as a woman, as a mother, right. and as right. um, a leader in the community. I think being truthful to who I am and what I represent Absolutely. has allowed me to uh, live a healthy life, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And it shows even Absolutely. with my own lyrics when I know all of that. So just remember that, ladies. Um, stay fearless, keep stay focused, and um, don't let no dude play you out.
0: I hear you. <laughs> well, it has <laughs> definitely been a pleasure. I thank you for taking the time, doing your travels, and all that great stuff, and, and joining me. I hope you'll come back again to talk with me again soon. I definitely loved having you on.
3: I would love to. Thank you so much again, and, and thanks to your audience. I appreciate it. And to the callers.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. You have a great rest of your evening.
3: Okay, you too, Keith. Right.
0: Bye-bye. All right, you guys. That was Grammy-nominated rapper and actress Yo-Yo in the building. If you guys missed the interview, no worries. Uh, the archives will available be available shortly after the show, you guys. So we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up this spectacular evening in hip-hop, you guys. We'll be right back.
4: Yo, Jinx, man, we gotta find somebody that's down for hers, man. All these girls sipping, man. Who you think fit the category? It's me, the brand new intelligent black woman, Y O Y O witchy. Yo, yo, but I don't have to be played like I was make on the table. years ago, just up in toes. Every day, new clothes. Look at the cut coupons. On the street, I say he's so bluffing, playing the attitude because it's more than twenty ducats. Kinda rich now, his pockets looking straight. Slam the D's on the Benzo, pancake by the gate. Mom, looking straight with her half, she got great lounging in her new home. That's about it. Corner right. of my eye now, yeah. baby, bring it on. Don't be fighting on your baby boo. All I wanna know is what's up. The-
1: On Instagram, that's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.